Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Connecting to the big show. In three, two, one. Boys claims nobody ever bought a pair of pillows and cycled home with them on the handlebars. We're going to come together. We want our voices heard. We want that station manned. There's only so many hits and kicks you can take when you're in business, whether you're a hairdresser or a restaurant. Join the conversation. Call 0818 969696. Extra WhatsApp 083 396 Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the Opinion Mind with PJ what a weekend it was What a weekend I didn't get into town much We're getting lots of messages though Over the last 24 hours People saying how brilliant The lights are in town In particular down at Emmett Place And somebody would say there was carol singers out there last night and that or was it was it Saturday I don't know which and they were brilliant which is great to see I haven't had a chance to see Solace at Emmett Place just yet but I will get into it uh, get to see it maybe next but maybe yeah one of the nights one of the nights one of the nights it's do you know what it is I keep telling myself every year that I won't oversubscribe myself for September or December it's not even the end of November yet and I have already oversubscribed myself for December, but sure, that's how you do it. It comes once a year, and that's that's what you do with it. But uh, just Aiden saying how brilliant carol singing was in Emmett Place last night absolutely magical. The lights are amazing, the kids just loved looking at them. The band had all the traditional favorites and Christmas pop songs, and their version of Feliz Never Dad was fantastic. The crowd was cheerful, the sound was just right. Credit where it's due, and yes, credit where it's due has got to be given. At all times. Mind you, I had an email, also which I'll read out later, from someone who wanted to go into that event yesterday and wanted to bring her kids in and maybe have some hot chocolate and enjoy some Christmas carols and some Christmas lights, and she was too terrified. She's terrified because of what might happen after watching Friday and look at the conversation that dominated our our show here on Friday as to what happened in Dublin on Thursday. And Eve, whose email I'll read for you later, is asking the question, could it happen here? And what would happen if it did happen here? And she stayed home this weekend, afraid to bring her her kids out, which was very sad to see. I will get to all of that. Our friends at Foot Solutions are back with us for a week of giveaways. More details on that. We have the 10K toy giveaway underway since this morning. And that's after 11. We'll give you next chance to take part in that. 
So lots to do. Lots to do. We're going to be busy. The reviews were really good of the of the toy show, I have to say. Uh, people said, people even said it was a bit too long. It ran until until midnight. But other than that, it was a, a super show. I only caught up with it on catch-up and was kind of spooling through it over the weekend. But it was enjoyable. Even Patrick Keelty's biggest critics were saying he did a good job and that he was great with the kids. I was reading the reviews in the papers over the weekend and particularly yesterday and TV critics, I hate them. I honestly hate TV critics, most of the ones in the newspapers because they don't spare you. You know, it's written down there and they can be horrible to you. But most of the TV critics were were very kind to Patrick Keelty and said he did a very good job on Friday night. I'd be interested to know what you thought if you're sitting watching the show with the kids and the matching jammies and the Haribo and everything else that you have on a toy show night. What did you what did you think of it? Now as always there were cork kids in it and they were great. That's what I was doing, spooling through on Saturday just to see the cork kids that were in it. And I got an they were fabulous, all of them. I got an opportunity then to catch up with uh, Sophia uh, with the sombrero, Sophia and her mam Michelle. But first I spoke with Lottie and her mam, Celine. I cannot wait for this with a performance that is plastic fantastic. It's Barbie! Let me do my thing, let me be. I just want to dance and be free. Let me do my thing, let me be. Baby, you Lottie, you had to keep it secret. How long did you have to keep it secret for? Um, when did I do the audition? The 9th of October. October. So you had to keep it a secret for a whole month? Yeah. Was that hard? Yeah, very hard. (laughs) But um, I was excited. I'd say you were. So tell me all about the day. You were there all day, were you? We were up there since Thursday, and then we went, because we we had training. And then on Friday, then we went up at 5 o'clock until half one in the morning. (laughs) Right, Keith. Tell me about your Barbie stuff. Um, so the, um, the week beforehand before we went up I tried on the dress and they had to take my measurements and stuff so when I tried it on I loved it so I couldn't wait to go up so when I went up then they did my hair and my makeup for the practice around on Thursday and the dress and I just loved it yeah. so then the next day then we were on live Did you get to keep it? No oh, That's a pity I know <laughs> And the hair and the makeup that took a long time did it? I, I was the longest one getting it done, but it wasn't that long getting it big. What was Patrick Keelty like? Oh, he was brilliant. He's so nice and he's so kind. He's so funny as well. He was brilliant. Good. Where did you learn your singing and, dan- and dancing? Since I could talk, <laughs> I always sang. And I was in- I'm inside of the musical theatre and stuff. What musical theatre do you go to? The Monfords in oh, the South Side. Big, big adventure. W- would, would it make you want to be on the telly more? Yeah, <laughs> I was on the Junior Eurovision and stuff, so I just well, loved being on telly. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you had a great time there, didn't you? Yeah. Hi, Celine. A big adventure, was it? Oh, big time. It was brilliant. Brilliant from start to finish. Now we've met loads of like people that were on our set and like we were all friends. Like We were training for three weeks and then we went up Thursday morning. We took up on the six o'clock train Thursday because we were training um that morning right and then um we were training for like we'd say about um two and a half hours 
And then the, that evening, we got um, another email to say that they were involved in the finale as well. So then our call time was meant to be seven o'clock, so it was five o'clock now. Mm-hmm. So they went to they went up at five then to train for the the last you know the last part of it, the finale, and then so that meant we were there from five till about about. 10 past one, half one. But like, obviously we were all together. We were in the, like the parents were in the green room and stuff and the children were doing hair and makeup. Everyone was so professional and so good, you know, to each other and stuff like that. But it was brilliant and fierce excitement. And um, for like, there was a few Barbies um, in it. So Lottie was the crazy Barbie. So it was brilliant all together. They put all colours to our hair and things like that. And one of the, um, the designers um, made the dress for her and everything. So it was like, oh, it was brilliant. Honestly, no, everything from start to finish was outstanding. Everyone seems to be saying that Paddy Kilty had a great show. What's he like to meet? Do you know what? Now, he was so nice. He gave them all, like great attention and he was so funny like the parents were in the like green rooms we'd be there when they're getting dressed and when their their makeup and stuff is done and then they'd get brought onto the set themselves but we could see it from the green room you know but like when they came out they were like they came out laughing and saying he's funny and things like that and you know he was um he laddie said he was like to laddie um so do you know what you're doing? And um, next one, she was like, I do. And he says, well, at least one of us, you know what I mean? He, at least one of us do and all that. Like he was he was funny. And even in, in the the corridor, he was like to us. Um, we were seeing him on the corridor walking past. And then he came behind myself and Lottie and I was actually saying something. And then he started slagging and everything. And do you know, like as if like you, you feel as if you knew him yeah. already, do you know? Hats off to him. He was brilliant. He covered everything and he was so, so I think he was amazing at it. And I think that it'll boost his confidence in himself as well because, like, he was buzzing. He was very good with the kids. He really was. And so we get to say hello to Sophia. Hi, Sophia. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, really good. You've got a cool book there. Tell us about it. It's called Millie McCarthy and the Irish Dancing Disaster. And you're actually in it. There's a picture of you. There's a picture of me in yeah. that. Am I the disaster? No. No? <laughs> uh, so look, you've got your reading there. I know that you also like to do a tiny bit of singing. What yeah. type of singing do you do? Rapping at the camera like studio. Rapping, okay. Walking down the street ain't that some bad boy. People look at me like I'm a weirdo. I do what I want because I'm a head boy. Walking down, talking that some bad boy. Hey, Sophia, you were brilliant. How long have you been going to the cabin? Uh, yeah, and a couple of months now. I love it so much. What got you interested in that for us? Where did you, where, where did you find out about it? Gary came to my school and I joined the summer camp and I just stuck with it. Good for you. You're very good. Do you write your own stuff as well? Yeah. So tell me all about auditioning for the toy show. Um, the first thing we had to do was go onto a website and put in a video on questions. Yeah. And then we had back and we went to Dublin for a face-to-face audition and then a couple of weeks after we found that I'm on it and then we started practicing. Yeah, And you had to keep it a big secret that you were on it, didn't you? Yeah. Were you able to tell the lads up in the cabin, like the people in your group? Yeah, yeah. because I had to um, Gary had to help me. Yeah. 
he messaged me last week to say you were on. So I was looking forward to talking to you. So tell me about the day. What was it like? It was really <clears> good. We went up. We left at around 10. We drove off to Dublin and we went in for rehearsals. It was a couple of hours. Yeah. And then we went to the hotel for dinner. Nice. Then we went back and we watched it in a room. And then I got called to go backstage and then I went on it. What was Paddy Keelty like? What was he like to meet? He was funny and nice and kind. Would you like to do more television? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> I'm in a movie as well. Tell me about the movie. <laughs> it's called Christy. Okay, what's it about? I mean, it's about... I actually don't... Well, I do know, but I'm not allowed to say. Oh, I see. Oh, it's a big secret. And when's, when's that out? Next year, it's coming out in cinema. Fantastic. We look forward to that. Put me on to Mum for a second. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Great excitement. Yeah, uh, super excitement. We're still buzzing. She's a natural. I was looking at her videos. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely loves performing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and no, not short on the attitude either. No, not at all. <laughs> what was it like being up there as a parent watching early? You used to be fierce proud, were you? Oh, yes. Uh, super proud. And I was really nervous as well watching, but she was amazing as usual. Had you any idea before she started up in the cabin that she could do this? Oh, yeah. She was always really outgoing and talented and funny. So I knew eventually she would start to um, perform a lot and stuff. There's a future there on the stage, Sophia, I think, if you wanted, girl. Yeah. Would you like to do <laughs> it? it. What, what age are you at the moment? Yeah, I love that. What, what age are you now? 11. You're 11. So now's the time, you see, to be planning for careers like that. You're going to stay with the cabin and work all the way through to their senior groups as well, are you? Yeah. Brilliant. What's, what's, what's the plans for Christmas? So, we're going to London next week, I think. Fantastic. And then when we come back, it'll be Christmas holiday soon, yeah. like a week after probably. Yeah. And then we just wait for, for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> All excitement. Michelle, Sophia, lovely to talk to you. Sophia, you were brilliant. And Cork is very proud of you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Cheers, lads. That's great. Caught up with them Saturday when the sugar rush was dying down a small bit, was great. Did anybody notice, I was talking to Crossy on Friday, and the speculation was that a lot of it had been pre-recorded. Now, either we were wrong, and it wasn't, and that would be a first for Crossy, the boy is hardly ever wrong, or it was so brilliantly edited that it didn't look like it was recorded. And certainly there was probably bits of it live, because there was a live audience there. Friday night. So what was recorded and what wasn't? Whoever, whatever you say about RTE and how well they do something or how well they don't do something, if you want, um, whoever edited that show, if there were recorded bits in it on on, on Friday night, uh, take a bow because it was fabulous. Fabulous job was done by all. 0818 The password for the 10k toy giveaway. You got it this morning. If you're listening, I'll give it to you again. Between now and, shall we say, half ten. And then we'll do it. We'll do the giveaway between 11 and 12. But there was a password given out this morning. I will do it again, seeing as today is day one. I'll give you the password if you missed it. Between now and half ten, shall we say. 
Favorite Christmas hits after midday on Cork's 96 FM. Happy holidays. With your local mace, savings with a smile all through the Christmas season. Cork's 96 FM wants to fill your Christmas with fun and play. The 10K toy giveaway is on. We're giving away loads of 500 euro toy shopping sprees for free. Free. Listen to Cork's 96 FM all day long. For your chance to text or WhatsApp in to win. To win. No Christmas. I love Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cork's 96 FM's 10K toy giveaway. With your local credit union helping you have a wonderful Christmas. Listen and win every day. Only on Cork's 96FM. If you missed the password for the day one of the 10k toy giveaway, I'll give it to you between now and half 10 or quarter 11 of that way. You'll have to hang around to get it. And then we'll do a round of the game after 11. Also, our friends at Foot Solutions are with us all this week with 200 euro vouchers to be won every day. I'll tell you how that works after 10 o'clock. 0818969696. I said I don't generally like TV critics. There are some I reserve a reserve affection for. Shirley Donovan, good morning. How did Keelty do in your view? Morning, PJ. I think he did a fantastic job. Look, I think he had a mammoth task ahead of him in light of taking over, you know, the, the show from Ryan earlier in the year. And I think in light of the events at the end of last week, it was a much needed kind of a TV hug that he delivered yeah. with gusto. I think he did a fantastic job. He did. And he he referred in a very kind of a slick and yet respectful way to what had happened on Thursday night, didn't he? He did, and I think I think that's kind of where where he's quite good. Like he addresses issues, and he has done in the regular show as well. Um, he he touches off things very well. But I mean, it would have been a bit remiss of him probably to skip over the events of Thursday night. But at the same time, um, as you say, like he touched off it, he he acknowledged it, and he he moved he moved moved on very quickly and easily. You know, with some great stars on it, a young Sophia was on while ago, and. Come here, the whole country's talking about Shamey. Look, it wouldn't be a toy show without a Shamey, I think. I mean, we've had loads of different characters over the years and that's what you watch it for. And I think for me in the last few years, the toy show had become more about the guest stars, the Ed Sheerans, the big celebrities that they were bringing on. But I think what was really nice about Friday night was that it was all about the kids and personalities like Shamey, um, like obviously everyone's talking about him, he's gone viral online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kids like Stevie and, I mean, there, there was just loads and I think they were, they were the real stars of it. Mm. He's good with them. They give him his credit, isn't he? He's absolutely fantastic with kids. He was very at ease with them, I felt. And I think, you know, you can tell that his kids are young. Yeah. You know, there's a difference there. I think when you look back over the years, I mean, we're on our fourth toy show host now, but, you know, when Pat Kenny was doing it, his girls or his kids would have been teenagers. Mm -hmm. The same with Ryan. His kids were gone out of the toy phase by the time he was presenting the toy show. Yeah. Whereas I think with Patrick, his kids are quite young. So he's probably familiar with a lot of the toys. He obviously, you can tell he's probably playing with a few of them. Um, And he's relaxed around kids because his kids are of that age. And I think there was that element of 
he didn't try too hard. It was mm-hmm. very natural and nothing was forced. He wasn't, you know, he, he, he didn't really push anything with them. He let them all have their moment as well. He didn't rush any of them, I felt. What I spotted, Shirley, was this is a guy, like you said, following up the fourth presenter and he didn't seem to have that weight of it on his shoulders. He was saying, I'm just going to get in here and have a bit of fun. I don't have anything to live up to except myself. And seeing as since he started in September, we've had varying reviews week in, week out of how he did. Some I completely disagreed with, some I agreed with. He stamped I think on the show on Friday night his ability to actually do this and it'll be a big night for him Exactly, look I think we spoke ahead of him um, taking over the reins about what what was out ahead of him and, and the challenges he'd face and yeah, look Twitter every Friday night and Saturday morning is a vicious place for him, uh, you know, if he reads the tweets and a lot of it is unjustified criticism but some of it as you say, you know, it's, it's valid but I think to to silence the critics, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time. But I think this mark that he's put on the toy show, it made it his own, didn't rush. I think the fact that he has a comedy background helped kind of the timing and the flow yeah. of the show as well. He was very quick to respond and react to the kids because he's able to think on his feet and he's comfortable doing that. And I think, as you said, it has shown people what he's capable of. And I think, hopefully, it will change a lot of people's minds about him as a choice for the as the host of the show. I think it'll turn the tide a little bit. Mm. Because if you did look at Twitter on Friday night and across the weekend, it was full of praise for it him. Was. There was no criticism, really. No, even from, even from people who would normally be, tri- be critical, they were kind of saying, I have to admit, he's good at this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and look, they obviously don't work with kids and animals, and he he took on the kids on Friday night. So I think he's well able, he's well up for it. And I think, I mean, my kids are older now, but certainly the feedback from them was that it was one of the best toy shows in years. Aren't they? Aren't they the most important judges of all? Shirley, thank you, Shirley Donovan. Did you enjoy the toy show? Did you like how Patrick Kilty handled it? What I saw in the replay, I I was quite impressed. With the young fella. 0818 young fella. 0818 96 96 96. Now he mentioned the events of Thursday, which is what convinced me that it was live, or at least mostly live, and whatever was recorded was brilliantly edited in. But we got this email at the weekend in the wake of Thursday and in the wake of Friday morning, where the show was just, I've never seen the phone so busy or any platform so busy as they were here on Friday morning. And you remember my my conversation with Mags and her son about getting caught up in it. Do you remember that? And that line she used, I couldn't get it out of my head, actually. You know, we thought we'd be coming home in a hearse. I came in this morning and opened the emails. And this, this is sad, actually. I'm going to read you this email. Dear PJ, I was listening to you on Friday talking to that poor woman who was in Dublin with her son and got caught up in those awful riots. I hope she's okay. I couldn't get her out of my mind all weekend. This is from Eve. She says, I was out for a Chinese with my friends on Saturday, and as you'd expect, we were talking about the riots. One of the girls is going out with a guard at the moment, and he was saying to her that if it happened in Cork, there's no way they'd have the numbers to deal with it. I was going to bring the kids, they're four and seven, to town yesterday to see the lights, but I made an excuse truth is, PJ, I'd be afraid of my life. Something might kick off. Is this how we live now? 
what's gone wrong in our lovely country, PJ, that I'm scared to bring my kids to see the Christmas lights and get a hot chocolate? Thanks, PJ. That's in from Eve. It's a very sobering email uh, to come into uh, this morning. When people are talking about the city being so lovely, and particularly down in Emmett Place, Sullis being such a lovely, uh, a, a lovely innovation for this year. That's a very sad email from Eve. A couple of responses to Eve's email. Kate says these thugs will not ruin our Christmas. Get into Cork City, Eve, and get shopping locally. Is she not afraid to bring her kids to school in case they get attacked or stabbed? I'd be more worried about that than about a riot starting, says Johnny. It's a point, Johnny. And then someone asked this question on the phone. Was it British forces who brought those water cannon to Dublin? I think there's two water cannon have been loaned to the guards from the PSNI. There is a sharing for protocol there between the two forces. We wouldn't have water cannon lying around in a yard, but the PSNI have them up the road. So I think the plan was that they gave us two for as long as we need them. There is this kind of equipment sharing protocol between the two forces. That's what I understand. 0818-9696-96 Now could it be, could it just be This time last year we were all dreading the arrival of the electricity bill <clears throat> after Christmas and sure enough our fears were justified and even with the, the credits that we got in the budget last year, there were still hefty, hefty bills. Could it be that we're about to see some sense restored to our electricity bills? We're getting another 150 quid uh, credits this time from the government. But also I see this morning in the paper that one new player in the market is offering a fixed rate, which says it'll save um, its customers about 400 euro a year. And of course, all the other players We'll probably have to respond to that. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Indo, joins me. Charlie, is sense about to be restored to the pricing? Good morning. I hope so, PJ. Good morning. Yeah, um, you know, we've had a hell of a time with energy prices in the last two years. They have rocketed, as we mm. know. I don't need who am I telling? People know that. Um, you know, the average uh, electricity bill has gone up to about 2,000 euros a year for a typical household. So this is this is good news. This is a new player in the market. The fact that there's a new player there, they launched in the summer. The fact there's a new player at all is good news. Um, you know energy, it's called. It's part of um, prepay power, but it, it, this is this is a bill pay one. This is not where you you put money into a meter, a, sure. either an electronic meter or whatever. And they came out with with with, with a rate that was cheaper than anybody else, and now they're uh, offering something even cheaper again. It's a fixed rate, so you take it out for a year, it won't change, and they're saying it's going to be 31.55 cent per kilowatt hour. Now, what that means is, as you just said, PJ, uh, it would be 430 euros cheaper than the standard, uh, the average standard rates from other suppliers. Uh, so the other suppliers will have to look at this now because this will work out about €1,600 Euros a year, which is pretty good. Mm. And it comes at a time when we're about to get... Um, 
more of these energy credits. The first one is due from about the 1st of December. Now, not everybody will see it on their bill at that time. Yeah. But the first 150 is due then. There's another one in January and, and a third one in March. So, look at, you know, put that together. You could be talking about, you know, your energy bill coming right down over the next 12 months. It could be coming down to about, I don't know, 1,200 euros maybe, you know, if you mm-hmm. if you were to lock into a deal like that. So, um, it's good news. You're absolutely right. The others will, ha- will have to sit up and take notice. This month, they announced cuts of between 10 and 20%. The, you know, will they go again? Will they have to go again? Will they look at this and say, hmm? This is competition. We we need to respond. Yeah. They're also back offering better discounts as well, which is more positive news. You know, the discounts kind of disappeared. You know, the discounts for switchers, people who move around. That's right. They'd all disappeared during the, the, the worst of the energy crisis in the last, uh, you know, over the last uh, two years. So they're coming back now. They're not what they were. They're still, but they're better than than, mm-hmm. than, than we had for the last while. So look, at all in all, it's just good news. Yeah, you know? like that 430 quid, if you take six bills in the year, that's 70 quid a bill. And then three of them will have 150 quid extra. So that's 200 and, that's 220 quid off the bill. That's pretty yeah, good. No, no, it's, 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 it's good stuff. You know, the, the, the three energy credits will be worth 450 over the year, you know, over a 12-month period. Uh, yeah, you know, so it, 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 it would make a difference to people. Mm. And also as well, lower energy prices feeds into the inflation rate. The inflation rate is going to determine what, what the European Central Bank does about interest rates. I yeah. mean, if, if inflation comes down, and it has been coming down, the Eurozone inflation came down sharply last month. It was down to about 2.9. Markets are now betting that the figures out this week, it'll be about 2.7. We may start seeing um, cuts in the European Central Bank uh, interest rates early next year. So, you know, I'm loath to say this, but fingers crossed we're, fingers we're crossed. over the worst of it. You know, you know, yeah. food is still going up. No, prices are still rising. They're just not rising as fast as they That's were, right. as aggressively as they were. They're still rising. But these are just good signs, you know, that energy price competition is coming back and that we could soon see cuts in European Central Bank um, interest rates. So, you know, uh, we've we got to be positive hope that there's some good news on the way, at least. Absolutely. I was reading a survey. It might have been in your own paper, Charlie. It might have been another one last week that people are gearing their Christmas spending now towards the arrival of a big energy bill in January because everyone got stung rotten last January, which could mean that Christmas spending in the high street would be down. So that's a swings and roundabouts job, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. I think the it was the Credit Union Consumer Sentiment Service. That's what it was. People yeah. are going to be, yeah. People are going to be cautious this year. I mean, yeah. Did they realise, you know, that that that, that um, everything's more expensive? So look, at they always start out and and, and are cautious. But uh, we are we're unusual in Ireland when it comes to comparisons with other Europeans that we, we we tend to have a good Christmas anyway. But you're absolutely right. Lights will be going on on houses soon. A lot of houses have the Christmas lights up. Uh, outside and um, you know uh, energy tends to be used a lot but you know people are conscious of that and they're not going to go mad I think you know mm-hmm. they'll try and stick to budgets because you know even if there's some good news on the way we're still being hit hard yes, with right. you know with elevated prices and prices still rising just not as much as they are as fast as they were so yeah pe- people are smart they realize you know they, they have to be a bit more careful this 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 Christmas so are we ever going back to pre-pandemic or pre-Ukraine rates, Charlie? Do you think? I, 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 you know, people who know more about it than me tell me we're not PJ. That you know, unfortunately, we're stuck with these higher rates now because 
a lot of the gas, the reason gas was cheap was the market used to be flooded with cheap Russian gas. That's not an option anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so more expensive gas is available. Um, what, 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 you know, I don't think it'll ever come back to what it was, but at least it's good to see that um, suddenly, uh, you know, there's there's price cuts and because um, we were a long time waiting for them and that companies are starting to compete again on discounts. So, uh, but, you know, I just think we have to get used to higher rates, but at okay. least it's coming back. You know? Coming back to what? So, yeah. Just- some, something sembling sense, shall we say. Charlie, thank you. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. So that's you know energy, but the others will follow suit. That's a big saving, though. That's 430 quid. If they say they can save you that over six bills, that's 70 euro a bill. That's 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 a good saving. Oh, eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. but nowhere near where we were at the start of all of this crack. Um, on the toy show, best toy show in years. Patrick Kilty didn't take over. The children were far more relaxed and happy and not under pressure when their turn came. His sense of timing as a comedian stands him in good stead and he knew exactly when to talk, when to comment or just give them a certain look. Uh, oh yeah, someone mentioning this. This, I think when we look back at the sporting year, as we will be doing in a couple of weeks, there will be a moment that will stand out and yes, the Rugby World Cup was fantastic and being a rugby fan, I enjoyed every minute of it. And as a Munster fan, the winning of the URC was a huge moment. And there have been great moments this year for Irish sport. But I think when they boil it down and pick the moment of the year in Irish sport, I think this is the one they'll pick. After 10 rounds of action here in Dublin, Ireland, your winner by majority decision... Yep, and if we can't have the third match in Croke Park, let's see if we can't get it to Park Equive. Don't think I'm mad. Ireland standing tall, a hard end to the week, but Keelty touched on it on Saturday. There was a little smile of the people of Ireland. Roll on 24 hours, our country was back on the map, all down to one lady. Take a bow, Miss Taylor, before people start saying women shouldn't box. I said thank God for her. After a horrible few days, she lifted the nation. She's a national treasure. And so say all of those. The scammers were having a busy weekend. I got three or four of them on my phone. Emo got another three or four. Michael, you've been getting them too. Morning. Hi, PJ. I haven't, I haven't much time there for that. I have to go and have to go to work. Um, yeah, I got one there this morning. Um, you know, hi, mum. I uh, broke my phone there this morning. Can you call me at the, the scammer's number, you know? Yeah. 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 And you're you're not even a mum like. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's what I replied back. I'm not your mum like. <laughs> yeah, that that's going around a wee while now. That one. Yeah, there's there's a, a discounted energy bill scam going around. There's a customs tax revenue scam going yeah. around. There's the yeah. e-flow one going around. You can't be too careful, can you? No, no, and then you have the the unpost and DPD and. All this kind of stuff, like yeah, but sure, look, they're always trying to catch us by. Yeah. Like, like if you're a, if you're a person that buys, that doesn't buy online, you're never going to need to worry about some of them. But if you are someone who buys things online, then it's 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 going to be difficult. It is, it is, it is. Of course, like I know, it is. Uh, they're awful. Have they nothing else to be doing by? <laughs> That's a very good question. Have they anything else to be doing? I don't know. So the one you got this morning was the high mum one. I thought that one was gone. 
Yeah, well, I used to must be back now again because I suppose at Christmas time there, like, you know what I mean? They try to they try to catch someone there, particularly, you know, like not all the mums know, but like some mums there, they probably would, you know, get in a panic and stuff like that, that their son or daughter might have uh, lost their phone or yeah. be in trouble, you know? Yeah, yeah, did you, and, and you, can you come in back on this number and then can you send me money to buy a new phone and... Yeah. If you follow on, you'll be stung, and some people have been stung by it. Michael, thank you. It's it's going around. Thanks a lot. Michael wants to get off to work. That's no problem, my friend. We can do that for you. Government.ie, you're eligible for a discounted energy bill, or electricity bill, rather, under the Energy Support Scheme. You can apply here, mygov-ie-support.com. doesn't exist. It's a scam. If you got it, just delete it, right? Here's another one. Irish Revenue have applied a customs tax to your delivery. Please open the guidance at customs.ietax.info. You need to pay €2.45. That's another scam. E-Flow, I got this one myself. You've been recorded using the motorway without paying the appropriate charge of €6.40. Addition file of ninety-seven fifty will be sent to your home address. I haven't driven on the Dublin motorway <laughs> in a very long time. So that's a scam. And they're flying around all weekend. So just be very, very careful of them. This is the time of, of the year when we can get caught fierce easy. Particularly if you are if you are um buying stuff online. Okay, our friends with Foot Solutions are back with us. We've teamed up all this week with Foot Solutions on the Grand Parade in Cork City with 200 euro gift cards up for grabs every day. You give the perfect gift this Christmas from Foot Solutions. You give the gift of happy, healthy feet with a Foot Solutions gift card. All the deeds you want about them are on footsolutions.ie. I will play a tune between 10 and 11. I'll play a snatch of music with a word missing, and I need you to tell me what that word is. Can you do that? Foot Solutions with us all this week, 200 euro vouchers every day. Uh, just a couple more bits. The mad, People talking about the lights in the city, they are lovely. They are really, really nice, which is good to see. I read this at the top, and I'll read it again just in case you missed it. Um, Aidan says, I went at the carol singing in Emmett Place. It was magical. The lights were amazing. Kids just loved looking at them. The band they had on had all the traditional favourites and some pop songs too. Loved their version of Feliz Navidad. That's from Aidan says credit where it's due and rightly so. See this tweet that Leo Varadkar um, posted at the weekend in reaction to the release of little Emily Hand after 50 days held captive by Hamas. Now, Leo Varadkar is saying, look, everybody knew exactly what I meant. He put out this tweet about Emily Hand saying she was lost and now is found. And our ambassador in Israel is to be hauled into the foreign office over there now today for addressing down over his use of the terms lost and found. She wasn't lost. She was kidnapped by Hamas. And the Israelis are very unhappy with Leo Varadkar about his choice of words in describing that she was lost and is now found. Thankfully, she is well. She's lost some weight, according to her dad. Um, and she, well, other than that, she's fine. She's, well, you can imagine, can you imagine the psychological effect on a small little child like that, though? And one picture at the weekend where she, she did she meet her sister? And the response seemed to be very kind of, oh, hi, sort of thing. 
There was, you know, there wasn't the joy of sisters meeting after being apart. But certainly when she met her dad, that was a video clip that just took over the internet at the weekend. And it was lovely, to, lovely to see. But the Avradkar is pushing back against the Israelis, saying, "Listen, everybody knows what I meant. Everybody that matters." knows what I meant. She was lost and now she's been found. Plus the fact that, to be fair to the man, and far be it for me to stand up for Leo Radcliffe, but read the rest of the statement. Read the whole flipping statement and actually, he, he it, that's just something they've pulled out of it. I don't know what you thought of it. 0818969696. She was lost. No one knew where she was for 50 days. Her poor misfortunate dad didn't even know she was alive or dead for a lot of that. She was lost and now she's found again. I don't, I don't really see where the grief is coming from. Do you? Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Corks 96 FM. The Cork Diary. On Cork's 96FM. The Friends of the South Infirmary Victoria University Hospital present a Christmas celebration. Featuring the Cork Garda Choir, the Cork Prison Officers Choir and more, the concert takes place on Sunday the 10th of December at 7pm at St. Finbar's Church on Dunbar Street. If you have an event you would like mentioned, email corkdiary at 96fm.ie. The Cork Diary. On Cork's 96FM. The minds are live. Hello. Join the conversation. Call 0818 969696. Text or WhatsApp 083 396 996. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. You'll have gotten a password. Lorraine and Ross gave out a password this morning and you'll need it during the day to play the game. I'll give you the password again between now and half past ten just in case you missed it. Because, you know, it being the first day and all that, you might just have missed it. So have a pencil and paper handy or whatever way you store your notes, Google Notes or whatever you do. Just knock it down into your phone or write it down on your hand or whatever you do these days I'll give you the password between now and half past ten morning 0818969696 the number the text to whatsapp is 083 396 the email is opinion at 96mm.ie coming up also this hour I cannot believe what I'm reading here I do not believe what I am reading cabbage is now sexy it's it's in the paper it must be true cabbage is now sexy cabbage is now hip cabbage is now the the fashionable food of 2023 seriously I love cabbage I love cabbage and the thicker and that green stuff that's like leather love that but cabbage is sexy now I'll tell you more in a while alright Oh, it won't eight. 96, 96, 96. One thing cabbage would do is the water after it is manky, but nothing like as manky as some of the people have been sending us in pictures. Maureen sent us in pictures of her water. Yuck, it's awful. And Sinead, you're up there on the old, old road, not very far from us here. Your water's been fairly awful now. For how long? Good morning to you. Hi, uh, um, probably about eight weeks now at this stage. Um it's just one day set. It was always perfect. And then it was you get a small bit closer to the phone for me, Sinead. Maybe yeah. get a little bit. 
Can you hear me now? That's better, yeah. So what, what, what colour is it and stuff? It's it's brown, basically. Sometimes it's a bit lighter. You'd kind of be... Question- At the start, it was kind of like, is it brown? You'd be half putting it into you know, a white cup to make sure. Yeah. Uh, then it's brown. Like, if you fill the bath, say, to have a bath, it's it's brown. Like, you Good. can't have a bath. Um, and then some... Like, they said they came out and they flushed it. Um, and it did get better. It was grand. But now, again, it's just gone back to brown. We got a text saying that, like, the issue was resolved. But then, like, the issue's not resolved because it's still brown. I know they said there was some leak or something in some pump system. Right. And that was causing a discoloration. But I'm like, you want to use bottled water to brush your teeth? I'm kind of going up to my sister's house to give the proper backs to the kids and stuff. It's just, it's disgusting. And how long is it going on now? About eight weeks. And I know we're not as bad as other people because I know out by Balabalan they're saying it's going on like a year or two. For eight, Like for ages. And, and I, mean, did, I don't know how they cope. Did it start all of a sudden or did it start gradually? It, it started all of a sudden. Like literally one day we just came down and I was like, the water's a bit brown. And it was more discoloured, like off. Like it wasn't fully brown brown, but... Yeah. It was off colour. Um, and then within that, like in the next few days, we rang Irish water a few times and they kept saying there was no um, like issue in the area. But I was like, there is, because I'm ringing you, telling you my water's brown, so it's, that's the issue. Um, <laughs> then eventually, after ringing about four or five times, they did say they'd get someone to come out and flush the pipes in the area. Right. And I think they did, because they texted saying it was resolved, and it actually did. It was clear again for a while, and now it's gone back again brown. Obviously, what's in it. Have you tried taking a small glass of it and letting it settle and see what happens? No. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't be making tea with this stuff like Oh no. That's what I'm saying. The kettles are the going through two kettles. The kettles are getting destroyed because oh, really? bottled water. Yeah. I didn't realise it, but the bottled water destroys your kettles, totally destroys your kettles. Is. Yeah, so well our kettle anyway it is. Um, and I've like an eight month old as well, so I'd have to do the bottles and stuff. In so, in, in what in what way I'm interested in that? I don't know, I think it kinda makes it lime scaly or something. Like we had a kettle and it looked like it was like it was never bad, and then right. it went like that. So we got rid of it, got another kettle. I just thought maybe it was just a kettle, and then we got another kettle, and the same thing happened after like a week using the bottle really? water constantly. Yeah. Never so knew, I never, don't know never if something that. in the bottle water that makes that. Never knew that. Can, I, lucky. can you use the Can you use the washing machine with this this water that you're using? I have been using the washing machine, yeah, but for the clothes probably aren't as good as they should be. I don't even like thinking into that now. That's can can you take a shower in it? <laughs> no, I've been using my tank. All my sister's only off the road. Like, I go swimming, so I'd have my swim there. The bride oh, would go swimming, or we'd go up to the, my sister's. Yeah. And I'd have a shower and stuff. So, apparently, yeah, apparently it can damage nice. the element of... Um, of a washing machine, this this dirty water. Because remember when they had discoloured water down in East Cork a year or two ago? I think they still have. There was people the, the the heating elements in the electric showers and the heating elements in the in the washing machine were 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 destroyed from them. And yeah. have you been been back on to Ishka Aaron and have they told you what they're going to do about it? They keep just saying that they're going to flush it. They said the issue was resolved, so then we got back onto them saying that it's still being brown. And they said that there was a known thing, I don't know what it's called, but there's basically a hole in some pipe and it's calling discoloration to the water. Right. It's just like, there's no issue, it's just discolored. It's like, the like, shagging pipe then, would you like? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if the water is brown, no one's going to... I don't drink tap water anyway normally, but like even cooking, you'd be trying to buy this, you know, and stuff. Even the days it's not brown, 
you're mm. still paranoid because you're like, it was brown there for a week, it's clear now, but you're still like, is it dirty? Yeah, you sure, know? if they flush it out, sure enough, they'll take out whatever dirt is in it for now, but if there's a problem, if there's a source of dirt, it'll just get monkey again. Mm, you know, and then I, I know that there's, I feel bad complaining because we're only a few weeks into it, and I'm really annoyed by it, so I, I know I've heard of other people saying on like certain Facebook pages and stuff that they've been like this for 12 months or 24 months. And I'm like, how, like, is it not fixed? And it's all around the same area. Like, it's bad at the land and up here by all our roads. So there's obviously some issue in some water pipes around the place. Yeah, well, as I said, now we had Maureen, who is in Kilcully. And I think I see a line, a call coming in there on another line. Sinead, uh, leave you go. Thank you very much. All y'all road anyway for uh, Sinead. Water's been brown for months. Um, they can't wash in it or they can't make tea with it and they can't brush their teeth with it and washing machine bad for washing machines bad for showers I think uh, Mary is in Cathedral Road hi Mary hi PJ how are you good how bad is it very bad PJ to be quite honest now um, I'm just going to send in videos I took there yesterday of it right we have this problem for months upon months around here it's getting to a stage, PJ, that we're getting up of a Sunday morning about half seven to have our showers because if you leave it go any later in the day, you can't use the water. Really? Yeah. I'm actually preparing my dinners the night before. I have big bottles of water filled up then at the side or else I'd go and buy it. Right. So, so, so it's clear at times and then... Yeah, it's clear, but you're guaranteed every Saturday and Sunday, PJ, this will start. Really? Okay. I mean, so we were at a stage going back a few weeks ago that we'd go somewhere and none of us could have showers because the water was after getting so bad. Mm. And how is it now? I mean, if you were to take a couple no, of water... No, I ran it there a while ago. No, it's clear, right? But also, PJ, I was on you a couple of weeks ago. The house next door to me have a leaky pipe there, right? But it's coming from the house above. Oh, yeah. And that's still going on. Agway. And the, the water is actually after getting faster there. The couple that's living in the house are actually out there by day now sweeping the water out. Oh, for out. goodness sake. Yeah, and we've got on Irish water. The girl that's living in the house got on Irish water about it. And they're, they're all passing the buck from the corporation to the to Irish water are passing the buck between them. And no. See where the frost is due next weekend? It is, PJ. Exactly. It is. No. I'm after <laughs> I'm after having three hip replacements, so if I go out there and I oh, fall. There's going to be trouble. Three? You only two hips. I, yeah, I had three hip replacements done, PJ. Good Lord, God bless you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's a disgrace, really, you know. But the, the issue with this water of the weekends, it's just... I mean, so we're running for the showers at half seven. The yeah. weekends to have our showers because if we leave ready later in the day, we won't be able to have them. I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a picture here uh, from Cork Bio. There's video. Oh, God, that's awful. Oh, yeah. and have you done it? I said this to Sinead, she hadn't done it. Maybe you would. Have you taken a small glass of it and let it settle? See what comes down. I actually left it there for a while, but just still the same, Peter. The brownness is still there. Oh, so it's not settling? Not at all. Not right. at all. Because if it was settling, it would be solid stuff inside, it? Yeah. Yeah. What I'm afraid of is like that. We're, we're going to get sick over this, like. No, we are. We're going to. Like, I've, I've health issues, and I'm terrified, like. Yeah. You know, like especially you now the brush of the teeth, we can't use it, so we're using bottled water yeah. to brush our teeth and things like that. Yeah. Did are you put bottled water in the kettle? I am. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Sinead was saying that if you put bottled water in the kettle, it'll damage the kettle. I never they heard such that. a. Th- I never yeah. heard such a thing. 
I did. I did. I've heard that before. So what I do now, I have a big, huge litre or a big, big uh, three litre bottle there. So when the water is actually cleared, I gotcha. I'm filling that up with the, with the tap water and See. I'm using that for the kettle then as See, well. You, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't beat the cleverness of Norris, Mary. You can't yeah. like. <laughs> 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 well, I, I don't know what we're going to do because we're the rule. I mean, so like, my, my weekends are gone out the window, Pete. <laughs> I just get up so early. <laughs> I know, yeah. You're getting there having a, having a shower at 7 o'clock in the morning. I and the rest of the day. I'm whatever lie in your goose. <laughs> what am I going to do now? Like, I'm sure I'm right, mate. I know, I know, but it's not funny. Like, it's no, not funny. no, 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 no. It's and, not really like. Any of your local reps? Um, no, I was on to um, Thomas Gould in fairness and he dropped his page and I sent on uh, four gas to him like and everything and fair play you now he's doing his best to get this all sorted out. Mm. Clearly you it's know? coming from a source and they need to fix it. They do, they do. Something has to be done with PJ. Because you're... As, little, I say, yeah. as I say, like people with health issues like myself there, you know, I'm just like washing my mouth. I'm afraid to put the wash into my mouth to wash my mouth out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what I was going to say is they're a funny taste of it, but you're not going to chance that, are you? No, 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 no. I mean, if you're there, you're look, you're timing yourself to kind of get your veg and potatoes all peeled and clean water before it happens. And can we, if you were to boil it in the kettle, does it come out clean? I've never chanced it, and I wouldn't chance it, PJ. Yeah. I didn't, no, I wouldn't. Even if you're washing wear, your client's saying, no, leave the wear there, we'll do them again later when it's cleared. And it, come, and, it, and it comes and goes. And you're in Cathedral Road. I'm in Cathedral Road, right? yeah. Right, and, yeah. and then before you, Sinead, is down in Old Yard Road, and I have a message in here from Maureen, who's in Clickcully. So it's all, like, in the general... Yeah. The general the direction. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Farron Ree had pictures there in Corpio. Uh, yeah. It's just filthy. It's like, it's like bad bovril. Mary, thank you. <coughs> Mary Healing. And, and didn't she... Do you hear what she said? A leak in the street outside for weeks and weeks and weeks and it's just getting worse and we have we're told anyway the first frosts will be here by the weekend you don't want to be going people going sliding this came from Maureen who's in Kilcully please see photos these show the water coming from my kitchen tap I have contacted Ishka Aaron on numerous occasions I've logged several complaints I get reference numbers and been contacted but nothing changes my latest contact with Ishka Aaron was today both by phone and email the response is the same every time. It's a temporary problem and will be rectified in a few days, but on and on it goes. While I understand infrastructure work is ongoing to improve pipes and things, the poor quality of water is not acceptable in what we would consider a first world country. We can't use this water for drinking or cooking, so we have to buy water that comes in plastic bottles and that's not a deal for the environment either. I can't count the number of times I've had my clothes destroyed in the washing machine with this water. Is there any end to the situation and again Maureen sent us pictures thank you thank you Maureen um, Tab says I'd say that lady would agree with my theory that Cork City Council should be abolished and reformulated with clear goals in their charter um, but clearly manky water manky water all over the north side of the city and no one seems to know what's wrong with it Ishka Aaron say it's temporary and it's clear it does but it comes back Anyway, yeah. anyone else got problems with that? 0818 96 96 96. We have it from Farron Ree, according to Corkbio. We have it from Cathedral Road with Mary. We have it from Old Yall Road with Sinead. And we have it from Kilcully with Maureen. And the same kind of pattern everywhere, except that Mary says it clears from time to time. So they're getting up at 7 o'clock. 
It's like the old Unbelievables thing. We again made a good start in the day, so we had the dinner in the morning at half eight. You're getting up at seven o'clock for your shower on a Sunday morning because by nine o'clock the water's the water is manky again. And there is a thing that's come in. I, I I've never heard this before. Was it Sinead said she's gone through two kettles because bottled water damages the kettle. Did, did you know? It, um, is, she, is she imagining that? 0818 96 96 96 Join the conversation This is the Opinion Line With Hidden Hearing Focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years They're all ears Visit hiddenhearing.ie Cork's 96 FM Right, I promised you this The 10k toy giveaway Is underway since this morning With your local credit union Helping you have a wonderful Christmas Only on Cork's 96 FM Another opportunity for you To qualify for the daily draw After 11 But you will need the password The password that Lorraine and Ross Gave out this morning And yes, seeing as it is the first day We're being kind and generous We could be tougher now later in the week You'd never know But today the password you'll need it Is cracker Cracker Okay, cracker. That's the password. You'll need it after eleven if you're to go through uh, to the draw. We'll play another round of the game after eleven o'clock. All right. I'll give you the foot solutions audio as well there in a few minutes' time. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Kate says they've been putting up with this dirty water for seven years now in Whitegate. But you look at all the money they spent rebranding rebranding Irish water. It's now Ishka Aaron or whatever you're having yourself this week. They haven't just changed the name. They've changed all the paperwork. They've changed all the signs. They've changed all that. And that costs money. So it does. Thank you, Kate. Now, there was a big march on Saturday afternoon. Only a thousand people marched on Saturday in support of Palestine and calling for a ceasefire, a permanent ceasefire and not the four days on and off. We might get a fifth if there's more hostages left out. It's a very unstable situation but at least it looks like the shelling and the bombing has stopped for now and over the weekend we saw the release of little Emily Hand uh, back with her dad after 50 days uh, in the captivity of Hamas and it was a very emotional story. If you've seen that video going around, it's well worth a look. It really is well worth a look. But as all this drags on, and in the hope that there will be some form of more permanent, more solid, more stable ceasefire, volunteer doctors all over the world are standing by with a bag packed to go to Gaza to care for the thousands of injured and sick people who are there and need their help because the hospitals or what's left of them. The hospitals are stretched to the extreme. One of the people who knows that area very well and knows the hospitals really well is Professor Nick Maynard. He's based in Oxford, has been travelling to and from the Gaza Strip for for more than 10 years now. Nick also has very strong Cork connections, um, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, Dr Nick Maynard joins me now. Nick, uh, good to talk to you. Uh, how, How did you get started in this work? Good morning to you, and many thanks for asking me to chat today. I'm a consultant surgeon in Oxford, and my main specialty is major cancer surgery, the esophagus and the stomach. But I first went to Gaza nearly 15 years ago. I started going to the West Bank in 2007, and then 2010, I think, was my first trip to Gaza. And most virtually all my work in the last 
10 to 12 years has been in Gaza, but, but nearly 15 years in Gaza. And what did you go there for in the first place? I went out to teach medical students, to teach usually final year medical students just before they became doctors. And it was predominantly teaching them clinical skills, how to examine patients, how to talk to patients, and all those sort of things. And it's developed since then, and, and we've now made it a much more robust structure. When was the last time you visited? So for teaching, I was there last October, but I was meant to be going out again last week for that. But in recent years, I've also started teaching and carrying out major cancer surgery out there. And I do that via a, a UK-based charity called Medical Aid for Palestinians, which is a wonderful charity which um, facilitates various missions like this to go out and help develop surgical services and cancer services. Mm -hmm. And I was last in Gaza in May of this year. And you got caught up in conflict then, did you? Yeah, indeed. That was the last major bombardment they've had prior to events over the last six weeks. And it's probably worth saying to you that, I mean, I've been going out on many occasions for 15 years. I have never been there when there hasn't been bombardments from the Israeli Defence Force. So it's a way of life out there. It happens all the time. And I've witnessed it on every single trip I've been. But the trip in May was much worse than normal. Um, uh, there were multiple bombings over about four days. Mm -hmm. um, although, again, nothing on a scale compared to what we've seen in the last few weeks. Describe what that's like, Nick, trying to work there, trying to teach in the middle of an ongoing bombardment. In, in quiet times, what I mean by the bombardment is that one or two nights in the week we're there, we will hear bombs being dropped a mile or two away by the Israeli Defence Force or by drones, and you get used to it. We are in designated safe areas, I should add, so the Israelis know where we are, and it sounds odd, but we do feel very safe out there. We don't feel threatened. What happened in May was very different to that. Describe for me what you're hearing since October 7th. Anybody that I've spoken to is saying this is like nothing we have ever seen before. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it is completely unrecognisable compared to what they've seen before. And, and they've been through appalling bombardments in the past. I mean, the last really, really big one was in 2014. I was in Gaza a few weeks after that ended in 2015. And... It was incomprehensible to see all the destruction that had taken place. And to put that in perspective, just over 2,000 civilians were killed during that. And as you will know, as we all know, there's been over 12,000 civilians killed in the last few weeks. It's, it's like a hell on earth, a humanitarian catastrophe, which frankly is not being reported adequately in Western media. Here's your opportunity then, Professor Maynard, because I know that in particular, and I spoke a couple of weeks ago with Dr. Isildin Abelesh, and he stopped us in our tracks when he said to us, think of the children who don't get to grow up. Think of the babies in hospital. We heard terrible stories this week, Nick, about premature babies. Can, can you tell us any more about that? Yeah, and he is a, a, a remarkable man who, whom I have met, and his story is just frightening, what he has been through. And, of course, he, he, he went through this many years ago, but in this most recent conflict, he's had many more of his family have mm -hmm. been killed as well. 
Um, there have been well over 4,000 children who have been killed by the Israeli bombing. Um, and that is almost certainly a gross underestimate because there are many children unaccounted for who will be buried underneath the rubble. So the, 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 the death rate of children may be as much as six or 7,000, I suspect. I have seen many, many photos I wish to God I had never seen of the most appalling mutilation of, ch of, of, of babies, children, teenagers by the bombs. The hospitals have been systematically targeted and bombed. Well over 200 healthcare workers have been killed, including some of those I have worked with and known, um, people who all they ever wanted to do was treat patients and they've been killed. Patients have been killed in the hospitals. The resources for the hospitals have completely run out, so the healthcare system has been completely disabled. There is no fuel to run the generators, so they can't keep incubators going, they can't keep ventilators going. Um, we will have seen, all of us, the story of the newborn babies at Schieffer Hospital yeah. and the eventual evacuation of, I think, 31 Neonate, neonate little babies and that was fantastic but of course that has to be considered in the context of 180 babies being born every day in Gaza right. and there is no maternity care in Gaza at all at the moment so the yes it was great to see those babies being evacuated a significant number had died at Shifa hospital in the days leading up to that and I remind you, 180 babies being born every single day yeah. in a healthcare system which has been completely and utterly disabled. Pause on that for me a second, if you would. 180 babies born every day. In your estimation, and I'm only guessing here, they can't possibly be surviving. I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I think you're probably right. I'm I've done my best in the last few weeks to try and give out figures which are as accurate and concrete as possible. So I, I hesitate to guess. But what I can tell you for a fact is that there is no healthcare system functioning out there to any intensive purposes. They have no equipment to deal with any complications of birth. They have no... Med they're very, very limited medicines, antibiotics. So I would be greatly concerned that many of those newborn babies will not be surviving. In most of the hospitals, the electricity is... Well, I mean, there's been no electricity at all since, the big, since October the 7th. And certainly in Schieffer Hospital, which is the hospital I know best, yeah. they've had no fuel for, for a significant amount of time now. Yeah, that, that's the hospital that's in the news all the time because there was a claim that Hamas was using it as a base. Did you ever see evidence of that? No, I didn't, and I'm very happy to, to address that. Uh, I have no idea what was going on in any tunnels underneath Shifa, so I cannot comment on that, and I cannot uh, agree or refute any claims that, that Hamas were working in tunnels underneath that. What I can say is that Shifa was the biggest and busiest hospital in 
Gaza. It was the main trauma hospital. It was a very well-run hospital. I spent a lot of time there, and it always functioned as a very busy hospital. I travelled all around the hospital on many occasions. And more importantly than what I have done, many close friends of mine, people I've known for many... Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honouring highly requested new colours for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many years who work there have worked there for years and for the last seven weeks have lived there day and night and whom I would trust implicitly have no knowledge at all of it, of the hospital itself being used as a Hamas base. They have never witnessed any Hamas militia in the hospital. I have certainly not witnessed any of it. I have never been restricted in any of the areas I can go in the hospital. So... I have never witnessed any of that. I do not believe they've provided any credible evidence that the hospital itself has been used as a militia base, that Sifa Hospital above ground was used as a Hamas base, with a single caveat that I, have, I cannot comment on any tunnels. Indeed. Nick, as someone who spent so many years of your life uh, training doctors over there, over and back on a frequent basis your personal view as a human being and as a doctor of what we are witnessing before our eyes over the last seven weeks it is desperately tragic what we're witnessing i i've seen i know of people i uh, are close to me who've been killed um every single person i've spoken to has had either a very close friend or close member of the family, or and often very, very many of them have been killed. My wife and I have made many friends, and one particular young Gazan doctor got a scholarship to come and work in England, and she's become a very close member of our family. My wife and I have become rather like adoptive parents to her, but because she can't see her family who are stuck in Gaza when she got married. Um, her parents couldn't come and see her get married, so we were, were her a sort of 
adoptive parents. I walked her down the aisle at the wedding. Wow. Is that Enas? Enas, absolutely. She's just had her first baby. Her parents managed to get out. They came out through Rafa just a few, or oh, about three months ago now, were there for the birth. And we are, you know, Enas sometimes goes for four or five days at a time, not knowing whether they're alive. They are alive, but many of her cousins have been killed. You, you may have heard about a, a young doctor called Mysara, mm -hmm. who was in the news recently. He stayed in our house. He's met my whole family. Um, and he was killed um, oh. three, year, three weeks ago. He just got married a few months previously. His wife was pregnant with their first child. She just popped out, and, 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 and an, an Israeli bomb hit the house, killing Mysara, killing his parents, killing his sisters. His two brothers were outside. They weren't killed. They were desperately trying to find their family in the rubble, and then another bomb killed them. So this poor young mother-to-be has now been left all by herself. And I knew this man, and, you know, it's brought tears to our eyes. So many, there's been so much crying over this, because what, what we are witnessing is certainly the most appalling humanitarian catastrophe I've ever witnessed, and it's ongoing. People are writing their names on their arms, I heard this during the week, so that if there's a bomb and they're caught in it, the people will be able to identify their body. That, that is absolutely correct. Uh, and indeed, you know, my, my dear um, Enas's family have done, have done that. They have got in, they've written on their arms their names. There's a new acronym that, which, which is now widely used in Gaza, which is WCNSF. That stands for Wounded Child, No Surviving Family. And that alone... That alone describes what a horror we're witnessing there and how any civilised country can allow that to, to carry on is quite beyond me. WCNSF, I think we should all remember that. Wounded child, no surviving... No surviving family. My God. So they have no names for these children, but that's the acronym given to them. Good God. That's that. That's a whole new, a whole new spin on John Doe, doesn't it, Nick? Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. On a happier note, you spend rather a lot of time in Kinsale. They tell me. You're absolutely right. I made the very wise decision over thirty years ago now um, to marry a, 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 a lovely lady from Kinsale. Um, so I've been, we got married in West Cork. We got married in Timmerleague with our reception in Clonakilty, or just outside Clonakilty. And we've been going to, to West Cork, Kerry, for many, many years. And about five, four years ago, just before the lockdown, we bought a little cottage in Sandy Cove, just outside Kinsale. So I go there as often as I possibly can to swim around the island, and it's a beautiful place. How often do you get back? Um, so Fanula, my wife, goes back maybe at the moment every month i i probably get there every two or three months we we were there last weekend i'm sort of nearing the end of my career now i've been a consultant surgeon in oxford for 26 years so i am 
working slightly less hours. So I'm hoping to spend more and more time out there. And when I finally retire, I guess we'll spend six months of the time of the year out there. All right. And I, I know you'd probably love to spend more time in Gaza because having been there myself on three very brief occasions to that part of the world, one of the things that makes me sad is the sheer beauty of the place. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Gaza is a very small country. It's 25 miles long, but it has the most stunningly beautiful Mediterranean coastline. And it is a very beautiful country with very beautiful people. I I do want to spend more time there. I will be going out there with medical aid for Palestinians. And I'm hoping to go out there as soon as we're allowed to go in to start helping the healthcare people out there. So I will be in the first wave of people going in, hopefully in a few weeks' time, to try and start rebuilding. But we need a ceasefire first. Okay. Well, would you do us the great honour of of talking to us again when you do get out there and give us your eyes on the ground? Would you do that for me? I'd be absolutely delighted. Nick, it's been a pleasure and a privilege to have you on the show. Thank you. Well, thank you for your time, and it's been a great, great joy doing it. Thank you, Nick. That's Professor Nick Maynard. Um, we'll talk to him when he's out there next. Uh, it's it's frightening the picture he paints. That's the one thing that WCNSF, wounded child, no surviving family. Kate says she was listening to Benjamin Netanyahu this morning, the way he was talking about keeping going was frightening. It is frightening, Kate. It is very frightening that this ceasefire, or pause as they're calling it, is now in its fourth day. It's supposed to end tonight. People are hoping against hope that it won't end tonight and go into tomorrow, and then maybe into the next day and the next day. Here's hoping. It's got to stop soon. Um, Jeannie was on. Jeannie, could you call us back, please? Because we have your number, but we can't seem to get through to you. We'd love to speak with you. Jeannie's on her way to Castle Martyr. There's a sign on the roadside and there's a Star of David on that sign. And someone has daubed red paint on the sign. Now, no matter what your opinion is with regard to the conflict in the Middle East, that's not acceptable. Thank you for that message, Jeannie. Give us a call if you're picking me up here, because uh, we'd love to speak with you. 0818 96 96 96. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cork's 96 FM. Win a pair of Apple AirPods with Cork's 96 FM. Just take our 10-minute music survey and you're in the draw. Tell us the tunes you'd listen to on repeat and what songs we should delete. Win your very own Apple AirPods. Give it a go right now. Find the link on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Or c96fm.ie. More coming up on uh, Filthy Water. It's all over the place. It's manky and it's brown and it's horrible. Nora, I'll be with you there in just a second. All right, so hold on for me. Our friends at Foot Solution are with us this week. Foot Solutions on the Grand Parade have a 200 euro voucher with us every day this week to give the perfect gift this Christmas. The gift of happy, healthy feet. Do that with a Foot Solutions gift card. All the details of what they do at Foot Solutions. Dot IE. We have a word, our song about shoes, okay, and a word missing. How's that for you? A song about shoes and a word missing. What's the word? People say she's crazy. She got bags on the soles of her shoes. 
No, it's barely missing. It's barely missing. What word is missing there? People say she's crazy. She got patterns on the soles of her shoes. It's a text competition. Text or WhatsApp the word that's missing and your name, please, to 083 396 96 The word that's missing and your name to 083 396 96 Now, Nora, your whereabouts are you? Morning, Tim. Good morning, PJ. I'm in High Street. Okay. On the south side. South side. Uh, okay. South side, yeah. So I was just listening to you earlier and you said it was a north side problem, but actually it's not. It's here as well. Most of the calls we are getting are from the north side. You're the first outsider. What have you got? Oh, well, same thing from about nine, maybe half past nine in the morning until about half past twelve. The water is brown. Right. Every day. Every day. Okay. And it just I thought starts... maybe extra, I thought maybe Sunday it mightn't they mightn't be working or mightn't be flushing it, but yeah. no, it's the same every day. Very strange, isn't it? It's clear in the morning yeah, when you're making the clear breakfast. Clear in the morning when you're well, it's clear up to about half nine, right? Maybe, and then by about half twelve, it's um, gone again. That's very strange. Have and you... the, yeah. well, how I check it is with a white cup. Or the white sink in the bathroom, right. the cold tap in the bathroom. Yeah. And it's horrible. You couldn't use this. That's awful. And we di- I did the, I'm, the bottle water. There was a lady on about the lime scale. Well, where I noticed it, we used it and made tea. And when you had drank the tea, the inside of the cup was all lime scale. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bottled water for Dean. Bottle, bottled water for one particular brand. I'm not sure which one we were using at the time. Right. But for one of them, definitely. Crikey. It was like what happened long ago when you were in holidays abroad. <clears throat> Do you know, when you used the bottled water, Yeah. the inside of the cups, that's the way it just went. Yeah. 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 But anyway, we still have the same problem here. Has anybody complained? Um, my husband, he's not here at the moment. Now, I think he did complain about it, but it's going on for months. Yeah. They had notices around the place that they were flushing out. Yes. But it didn't improve. No. They flushed out around Ballinock, you know. We wouldn't be too far from Finbar's Hospital. We'd be around that area. Sure, sure, sure. And um, same thing there. The oddest thing, though, isn't it, that it's okay in the morning? Yeah, okay it's okay, evening. yeah. Okay, up to about half nine, as I say. Right. And then about half twelve, gone again. Or up to half twelve, oh, it's oh, half nine, So you can oh, narrow it down <coughs> to, to three hours, like? Yeah. Crikey, that's, yeah. that's almost like something was happening in the area. That they're doing it. something, yeah. yeah. That's where they're still flushing out somewhere or whatever. Okay. I don't know, but it's... And you what about your neighbours? Have they got the same problem? Uh, they have, but a lot of my neighbours now are renters, so I wouldn't see a lot of them. But I, I know gotcha. I've heard it, you know, over the weeks. It's going on, I'd say, um, for, must be four months now. Okay. All right, Nora, thank you for that. So we've had Nora now on the south side in High Street. We've had Kilcully, we've had the Old Yall Road, we've had Cathedral Road. And uh, Calvin, where are you? Morning. How do you think, Jeff? Uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Mayfield. 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 I'm in 
Um, I'm in Boyne Crescent in Mayfield and I always use the, the tap water, always. Yeah. Um, but recently you can't use it at all. Like it's, like I had a, I have a water bottle that I use to bring to work with me. Yes. And the actual plastic in the bottle has turned brown. So I don't even use it anymore. Like oh, it's discolored your bottle? It's discolored the actual plastic in the bottle. It's discolored the bottle. That's how bad it actually is. Like. Ricky, and how long has this gone on? Um, I'd say now about nine or ten months, I'd say. Good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah. You say you're not a person to buy bottles of water, but have you changed? Yeah, I, I'm buying bottled water now all the time because I can't trust it. Um, like when you see a, a plastic bottle actually getting discolored from the water. Yeah. Oh, that that would that 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 that's the worst of all. When you're his, thank you, Calvin. Not the best line ever. His water bottle that he takes to work every day has been discolored by this water. That's scary. Yeah, I swap with discolored water. We started this hour. I mentioned to you that um, apparently cabbage is now sexy. No, I, I'm not making this up. This is written by Emily Jane Heap in The Sun. Uh, cabbage is the next sexy food trend. Chefs are doing their level best to make sexy dishes with cabbage. <laughs> Cooks at top restaurants are now experimenting with a grilled version or a version of cabbage with honey. Uh, there's a thing called hispy cabbage. I've never heard of it. No, I haven't. That's very popular. It's a sweeter type of cabbage or so they tell me. Grilling it, marinating it, roasting it, frying it, all to make cabbage sexy. Or so we're being told. I do remember being in India years ago and eating a thing called I think they called it chickly. And it was a bit like cabbage. It was cabbage, but they'd coated it in a kind of a sugary sauce. You had it at a dessert. And it was gorgeous, actually. But you'd be half afraid to touch it here, like. But the next sexy food. Remember the day and remember the hour. Coming up to 11 o'clock on Monday, the 27th of November. Remember where you heard it. Cabbage is officially Sexy. The world is finished, lads. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cork's 96 FM. The minds are live. Hello. Join the conversation. Call 0818 96 96 96. Text or WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Parks 96FM. Oh, there seems to be manky water everywhere. The Green Hills area of Douglas, it goes totally brown between half 12 and 2. Yesterday there was even a froth on it. Oh God. And that was about four o'clock on a Sunday. I'm in Blarney Street, filthy water here too. Sunday as well as the same. This gone now for months and months. Water issues in Holly Hill. Loads of calls to Irish water. I drank it one time and guess what? Explosive diarrhea. Four days of it. 
They'll ask you, does it smell? What colour is it? That in itself made me feel rather unwell. If you ask them why they ask those questions, they won't answer you. A lot of people saying between 9 and 12 or 9.30 and 12.30, Barry points out that's the officers for the City Council uh, Water Department. But we have now had reports of very dirty water from High Street, from Green Hills, from Mayfield, from Old Yall Road, Kilcully, uh, Cathedral Road. Uh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And no one seems to have an explanation for it. And it's it comes and goes to, which is the maddest thing of all. So you get it there. Was it Mary in High Street was saying that the morning is grand. Then by about half nine, it starts to go brown again and then goes back to normal around lunchtime. Which is a sure indicator, I would have thought. I'm only thick now, but I'm only, I'm only a gob on the radio. But I would have thought if it's going brown at the same time, the same day, then something's causing it to go brown the same time at the same day. But sure, who'd I be? Only, uh, as I said, a gob on a stick <coughs> to, to, to get that checked out. 0818. 96, 96, 96. Um, we are still taking your entries for Foot Solutions. Uh, what is missing from this lyric about shoes? What word is missing? People say she's crazy. She got bags on the soles of her shoes. The word, please, and your name to 083 396 96 to give the gift of happy, healthy feet this Christmas with a Foot Solutions gift card. Now uh, it's a it's a, I don't know who came up with this saying first um, but it, it came up after the passing of Caroline Flack. Do you remember Caroline Flack, television presenter uh, she died and it prompted people to use the phrase be kind and the saying grew up around it in a world where you can be anything be kind. I don't remember where that came from, but I remember the first time that I read it, I thought it was very nice. Who came up with it first? I don't know. But now Be Kind is is a brand of clothing. It became a business. That expression, Be Kind, Eric Frost, that was an inspiration for you and your team. And now you've got some fabulous Be Kind Be Kind um, clobber out there. But just start with that. This was a COVID-inspired idea when we were all locked down with little or nothing to do, why did that phrase grab you so much uh, in a world where you can be anything, be kind? Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and uh, thanks for having us. Um, I, I suppose be kind grabbed us um, during COVID. And I suppose, look, COVID was such a difficult time for so many people. Um, you know, it was, it was a really challenging time for so many of us and our families and friends and, and even watching strangers going through a tough time. But I think one of the things that we could take out of that time period was the genuine decency and kindness that exists in, in most of us. Yeah. And, you know, I suppose it's it's funny. Sometimes it takes a crisis for, for us to see the best in people. Um, and so the idea, the idea of being kind to one another, we wanted to make sure that that was an idea that would continue long after the COVID crisis. Um, and so we, we thought, well, if we could put that on a piece of clothing, so is that, you know, when you're walking down Patrick Street in two years' time, will there be visible signs of the kindness that exists all around us? And, you know, if, if someone is feeling lonely or disconnected or, um, you know, was there an opportunity for people to see that genuine kindness that exists in us all? 
mm. and is there all the time. But maybe sometimes in, in what can be quite a challenging world, it, it maybe gets a little bit lost, you know. So that's that's kind of where the idea came from. Yeah, you talk about challenging world and and being kind and take a look at what happened on the streets of Dublin last Thursday night. There wasn't a whole pile of kindness going on there. It's, sure. it's the, the world yeah, has gone exactly. very strange, isn't it, Eric? Absolutely, and I suppose. Look, in my in my day job, I work with a company called Employability, which I suppose specialises in supporting individuals who would be described as having some kind of disability to access employment opportunities. And then I carry out that service as part of the HSC mental health team in BlackRock. And I guess again, what you see is that for a lot of us that struggle, and I include myself in this, um, sometimes you feel disconnected. Um, you don't see yourself in other people. Um, and and, it, and sometimes just a simple act of kindness, whether it's someone asking you how your day is going, smiling at you as they walk by on the street, and maybe someone lets you out at a busy road junction when you're going to work in the morning. All of these simple moments really make a difference to people who are struggling. Um, and you start to feel that connection. So we have this uh, we have this tagline on a website, which is moments of kindness, meaningful connections. And I think sometimes we can undervalue just how profound an impact a simple moment of kindness can have with someone, particularly someone who's, who's struggling at a point in time, you know? Um, and it, it doesn't think, have yeah, to look, be a what, big gesture. No, and I, I think that's the beauty of it. So when we, when, we were, when we were deciding what to do about this, um, we thought, God, kindness is just such a simple concept. Um, you know, it's something that we can all relate to. Um, it's not something that needs to be explained. And it, it genuinely is those simple everyday things that we probably do and we don't even realize it. But I suppose the idea with the brand is that can we make it a, a conscious part of all of our days where we actually look for opportunities to do something for the person next to, ne- next to us? Um, and I think if, I suppose if we all kind of go around with that attitude, um, it makes a big difference, not just for the people that, that experience those acts of kindness, but we all begin to live in a world that just feels a little bit a little bit easier, you know. You, you mentioned that your own situation, there been a time when you needed kindness? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I, I've probably struggled with anxiety probably most of my adult life. Um, and, I, you know, if I'm talking to anyone about the brand, I often tell stories about, you know, I, I enjoy going to the gym. One of the reasons is because it's good for my mental health. Um, but, you know, I've I had a time recently where, I was I was walking into the gym. I was having a low day. Work hadn't gone quite well. I was having one of those weeks where I just feel a little bit disconnected. And when I was coming back out of the gym after my session, the person on the front counter said something very simple, just said, have a good evening and smiled at me. Uh, and as I walked out of the gym, I stood by the car just as I was about to hop in. And I just stood for a minute and thought, God, I feel a lift there. Like that small little yeah gesture that I have no doubt the person behind the counter didn't realise what they were doing at all that gave me such a lift um, and so again it's just those simple things that you just never know what anyone else is going through um, yeah. and so you know the brand is really about kind of pushing that idea that those simple moments make a big impact. Yeah it's a bit like the old man going into the shop and he's 80 something and he walks with a limp and, and whatever and he's got a battered old dog behind him but he goes to the counter and the young person just might have a 20-second conversation about the price of eggs. That might be the only human voice that exchanges a greeting with him for the whole day. That's a tremendous act of kindness. 
Absolutely, yeah. And, and like you said, that might be the only conversation that man has had that day. Um, no doubt, you know, probably feeling disconnected, looks at the world around him, maybe, you know, the impact of technology and all the rest of it and wonders, you know, maybe maybe where do I fit in in all of this? And, and then you see, like you said, maybe a young child, innocence of, of youth, um, who just wants to talk to someone and engages with that man. And again, that, that man goes home feeling more connected, feeling like there's, there's a place for him in the world and uh, and whether it's it's old or young or anywhere in between and um, particularly for people who are who are struggling a bit those simple moments just just can have such an impact you know mm. i like the logo on the clothing it's it's not in your face but it's there no, yeah, and look, these are as many late nights. Um, I mean, you'd laugh if I showed you some of the things that we first came up with. Um, my my brother, who's also involved, is a, an aspiring artist, and so he came up with all sorts of designs. Um, but in the end, you're right, it's actually quite simple. The logo is supposed to be, uh, and look, different people see different things. The logo is supposed to be two people actually coming together. Um, and that's the idea, again, of, of connection that happens when we're kind to one another. So that's that's kind of what the logo is all about. Is that what it is? I was wondering, looking at it, you can see it then when it's explained to you. Now you you've got uh, you had some pop up shops. You have some pop up shops coming up, have you? Yes, absolutely. So we had we had a really great weekend in the pavilion uh, in Ballygarvin on the weekend. Uh, so we had a pop up shop down there on Saturday and Sunday, which was fantastic. Um, and we're there again this weekend, um, and then we're in the Marina Market the following weekend which is the 9th and 10th of December so we'll be down there with a pop-up shop selling all of the sustainable hoodies sweatshirts t-shirts beanies all our products Um, and look the reaction's been phenomenal you know people love the products which is great that's really really important but actually what we're finding is people really like the message Um, and people you know increasingly people seem to love the idea of wearing a product that reflects their values so you know if you're wearing a sweatshirt or a hoodie you know what, what, what does it what does it tell us about you and we all make these decisions when we buy clothing you know if we're wearing a Man United jersey there's a reason behind that if we're wearing a you know a sports brand we think that says something about us the idea of walking around with something that reflects your most heartfelt values mm-hmm. um, is something that, that seems to seems to catch people you know and, mm-hmm. and it's been really positive so far yes, the simplest thing though this, and I think that's a message to get across when you talk about kindness it, it doesn't have to be a big gesture it's just the tiniest little thing and it just costs a second or two to do it absolutely and and the only thing i'd say on that is it does it can be very very simple sometimes it takes a little bit of bravery to 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 go to someone that you think you might see someone sitting outside a cafe and maybe just get a sense that maybe a kind word might might do this person good and it it does take a little bit of courage sometimes to go you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna try here to maybe connect with someone here because I think that, that that individual might benefit from it that can sometimes take a bit of courage but yeah. like I promise you if you do these things like you know it might be the most meaningful thing you do all day whether yeah. you realise it or not the, great, the um, great Paddy O'Brien often said to me yes every so often you will get told to F off but that's okay too <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> you're, and you're right and I think look sometimes you need to be prepared for that but <laughs> yeah. I think again your, 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 your motivation was coming from the right place and, exactly. and look I think more, more times than not I think someone will appreciate you sort of taking the time absolutely. hopefully you know no, I think it's a good it's a good idea lovely stuff with a great message and uh, good chatting with you and best of luck with everything to do <clears throat> with uh, Be Kind Apparel that's uh, Eric Frost it's just a thought on kindness as we head into this is we've 20 well this yeah we've 20 shows including this one
up to Christmas. We've got uh, four weeks, four weeks left, four weeks left on the show, and four weeks in which we can try to be as nice as possible. Just try it. There's a guy, this ad, an ad for a pub nearly broke the internet at the weekend. And if you haven't seen it, go and search it out. I came across it on a Saturday morning. I was just poking through my phone, catching up on the morning news. I've been out Friday night, so I'd lost track of news and current affairs, as you do when you're out. And Saturday morning, I was having the breakfast and reading the papers. And this little ad popped up for a pub in Enniskillen in the north of Ireland. The pub is called Charlie's Bar. And the the, the ad features an old man leaving his house with a bunch of flowers and popping the bunch of flowers onto his wife's grave and just stopping then to think, I suppose, about his wife and that. And it's coming up to Christmas... It's lonely old time for him and he's walking through the streets of Enniskillen and he goes into this pub, Charlie's Bar and there's a couple come in with him. They sit at the counter having their drink and he sits down at a seat having his pint. And then the dog intervenes and I won't spoil it for you but the dog intervenes and it's um, It's special. It's special. Have a look for it. Charlie's Bar in a skillin. 0818-96-96-96. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Coach96FM. It is World Kindness Day, it is National Odd Socks Day, and it's also National Hug a Musician Day today, so... Hug a Musician? If you pass a busker or anything, give him a little hug. (laughs) Ask permission beforehand. Lorraine, was it a band? (gasps) For a day, for one day, no, stay where you are. Bus plays the drums, bus get away from me. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. With Noel DC Cars, the place to order your 2024 Skoda. Exclusively Skoda in the city. Open 24-7 at noeldc.com. Cars 96 FM. <laughs> um, cabbage. We told you earlier on that cabbage is now officially sexy. And they're looking at ways to serve it up that will, you know, fill the role of a sexy veggie. Uh, there is a billion... <laughs> The hashtag on TikTok has a billion indentations or clicks on it or whatever you call it. <laughs> for sexy cabbage. Cabbage is now officially sexy. And they're frying it. And they're grilling it. And they're marinating it. And they're making jelly out of it. And doing whatever the Cabbage is officially sexy. What? Who's this? The only thing you can Tina. have with cabbage is a bit of corned beef. That's the end of the story now. I don't know, Tina. I like the corned beef. I'd be much, much more partial to a bit of bacon and cabbage. Good bacon and cabbage. Um, last week in my house, uh, I was served up cabbage, and for the first time in my life, I didn't eat it. I love cabbage, but the missus got this notion to put it on with chicken, and I thought, no, 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 put that away. We'll have it another night with bacon. No, 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 cabbage it, no. No, thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six to dirty water again. Rose is in Glasheen. Hi, Rose. 
Hi, PJ, I'll pass on the cabbage. But, <laughs> this is but, everywhere, this dirty water. <laughs> but the, I'll tell you, Glasheen Magazine, College Road, we've had problems for months. Really? Yeah, I've had clothes ruined in the washing machine. If You see, there's no notice. And if they if they come out brown, you can't get the, you can't fix them. No? No. And we've been, I rang several times, got a reference number to ring if it happened again. But what I think is terrible, like if it's very brown, at least you can see it. But sometimes you might make tea, drink it, maybe empty the kettle into something, and all the sediment, and it might be slightly discoloured. And you see, you would know about that immediately. Does it settle, it does? Pardon? Does it settle to the bottom? It does, it's like tiny, tiny grit then at the end, you know. When I saw it first, I actually got the plumber. I thought there was something wrong with with my tap or with something. And he said no. So then other neighbours had... You see, people didn't see it initially. You see, if you if you don't put it into a dish, or so, you won't see it, do you yeah. know? Yes. So people have complained of stomach problems and things. What a reference number to ring back if it ever happened again. Sure, my sister. You might as well be talking to the wall. It was very bad one Saturday, with the day of my clothes now, and they said to me, don't run the hot tap because you ruin your shower and your pipes. No, I was running every tap I could to get rid of it. Yeah. So that was an issue. And no so, explanation that ever no was explanation, like... No explanation, but then I got a call later that evening from the Cork City Council. Yeah. And he said, we've been contacted by Irish Water. You're in a local authority house and you have a problem. I said, I'm not in a local authority house. So. <laughs> Are you there? Sorry, Rose. What did uh, you, say? you said you're not in a local authority house. What so, happened? He said, sorry, we can't do anything. So they told us you were. No, I never said I was or I wasn't. I said, yeah, you know. Right. And that was the end of that. But we're not getting any satisfaction. What they say is, oh, yeah, we flushed the, the pipes. But mm. it is going on for months. And is there a particular, you know? some people were saying there, while ago, particular times of the day? I don't know that, because I'm, I'm missing a lot. So, you know, I have, I have no in the evenings, like when I come in. In the evenings, yeah. In the evening time. Or like, you could see it now in the cistern and that, you know, because if it's very bad, it takes ages to get rid of. But tis the drinking that we're concerned I about. Know. And the, tis the sediment, PJ. Tis horrible to see that. The sediment. Oh, so, so there is a... I was asking some people, does it settle? And they hadn't checked. It does. It settles. It's a tiny, tiny grit. You know, I actually oh, God, changed that, that. my kettle first. I thought it was the, 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 um, the kettle. Right. And I got rid of the kettle. And I thought there was something breaking down it or something. And next thing, here it is again. And then I was saying it to my neighbours. And you see, unless you sort of look, pour it into something clear, like say a white, something white, you may not see it. Yeah. Um, so they had a two, of course. And uh, on again. And no, they said they'll flush the pipes. Couldn't get over it. And like everyone is ringing for months. But yet when you ring, they seem very surprised. Yeah. And I'm getting calls from all over the city, Rose, uh, all over the place. A half a dozen different areas alone since we started this morning. Thanks. That's Rose in Glasheen, who has filthy water. Back up to the north side. And uh, Angela's in the Glen. Hi, Angela. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good, good, good. You have dirty water. I have dirty water, Peter, for the last six months. I go away. And I've got on, there was a, and I came on television there one night. It was, a, oh, can I give out the number? You can. It's an 1800 278 278. That's it's Irish a, water. It's, it's going to heaven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I rang them the following morning and I explained to them what was going on about my water, especially in the morning and the evening. It is brown, PJ. It's absolutely disgusting. Right. And as Rose would say there, it settles. Does it settle? I, it, there's you, you three you three bits in it. It settles like you'd have to run it for about fifteen twenty minutes Ugh. before it. And it's no, you still wouldn't trust it, PJ. But I have grandchildren that come over to me almost every day, and you know they love their juice. Yeah. You know the ribene, the juice that you have to dilute. Yes. So I can't give it to them. Yeah. Do you know bottle, what I mean? I have to buy well. bottled water for them. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's absolutely going on too long. I even have a reference number now myself for when I ring Irish Water again, which is going to be there's today enough, again, there's you enough, know? Angela, there's enough reference numbers after coming in to us this morning to paper a wall with them. Yeah, I believe you, PJ, because it's absolutely disgusting. They can't keep going on. They're just giving these excuses. Oh, there's work going on around the area. There's actually not, PJ. There can't be work going on everywhere. There's not, PJ. They're telling lies. To be honest, they well, are, I, they wouldn't are be, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be inclined to use words like that, but cer- cer- certainly, certainly, um, th- th- there's work going on. This, this is everywhere. And is there particular times of the day, Angela? The particular times of the day will be the morning and the evening. All the morning and evening. Mo- right. Yes, yes, PJ, yeah, yeah. I see. You spot the colleague of my daughter now. She says, ma'am, how are we going to use that? You know, yeah. even coming out of the shower, like it's it's just manky. And can you can you wash your clothes with it, or can you put them into the dishwasher or to the well, washing I wash, machine? I do. Uh, yeah, well, I do do the washing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the but dishwasher? Does it have, a, have you a dishwasher? No, I haven't. My, I'm, my, I do that by hand, PJ. Right. Faster. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd have it done. I'd whip, whip through that. I know, yeah. But that's what dishwashers were invented for. <laughs> I know, I know. I know, sure. I know, sure. I know, sure. Angela's in the Glen, and before that, we had Rose in Glasheen, and we've had, who have we had this morning? We've had the Glen, we've had Glasheen, Mayfield, uh, High Street, uh, loads of Farron Ree, Cathedral Road, Old Yall Road. So it's all over the place. Dirty, filthy water. Not all the time. Particularly in places like High Street, where, is it, who was in High Street? Was it, uh, yeah, Nora in High Street said, it's between like 9 and 12, and other people, it's morning time. Why is the water filthy? Why is it filthy in so many different parts of the city? Why are there enough reference numbers out there to paper a wall with? And why is nothing being done about this? 0818 96 96 96 on the subject of cabbage. I know, cabbage. <laughs> I can't wait till Brussels sprouts get a sexy makeover. Do you know what you do with Brussels sprouts? Huh? Get yourself. I'm serious. Cut the Brussels sprouts into quarters and put a few rashers, slice up, put a few rashers in the pan. Right? Chop up the rashers or get the posh. Yeah, put and fry the rashers. And then before you take the rashers off, give the little bits of sprout a few minutes in the hot oil and take the whole lot off together. And that's gorgeous. That's that's sexy sprouts, so it is. Oh, 0818 96 96 96. Right. The 10K toy giveaway is here. Loads of 500 euro toy shopping sprees to be won. And I have a chance for someone to get into the draw 
right now. You need to text me. Oh, at 083 396 Text or WhatsApp. And we'll call somebody back. And you've got to give me the password, which you got this morning from Lorraine and Ross. And of course, I gave it to you less than an hour ago. So give me the password at 083 396 96. There's a draw after six and two shopping sprees a day worth 500 euro. The Cork's 96 of M 10K toy giveaway with your local credit union. Helping you have a wonderful Christmas only on Cork's 96 FM. Text or WhatsApp now. Thank you. Cork's 96 FM's 10K toy giveaway. With your local credit union helping you have a wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas. Miley Cyrus and Flowers, Cork's 96 FM. Where am I going to go? What line am I going to press? Will we go to number one? Hello? Hello? Who's that? It's Abby. Abby. Where are you calling from, Abby? I'm in Middleton. You're in Middleton. What is the password, Abby? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, go on. You got it this morning. Oh. Can I hit you on some help? Yes, please. You you, you, you texted it to us, like. Oh. You texted it in. You can't it's, remember it sorry, now. It's Cracker. It's cracker. cracker. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 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 you got so nervous you forgot the password. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. You're sorry at all. You're all right. Listen, you're going to go through to the draw, and after six, Izzy will make the draw. So all I can promise you is a place in that draw. Happy with that? Thank you so so much. No bother. How about, who, you. Have you have you smallies? I'm actually I'm entering it for my mom. I see. She's okay. my best friend, and I just love to help her out in any way that I can. See, we're talking about <laughs> kindness, and so that's a kind thing to do. That's a kind thing to do. All right, Abby. She's so nervous she forgot the password, even though she texted it into us. Like, come on here. But it's day one. It's day one. Abby Buckley from Middleton through to the draw with Izzy this evening. We have more opportunities for you to get through to that draw. Uh, there's one after two o'clock and one after five o'clock, and you need the password. And today's password is Cracker. Write it down. When you text in, remember what you texted, will you? Thanks, Abby. Day one, day one nerves. The draw is with Izzy after six this evening. Join the conversation. This is the opinion line. With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Cox 96 FM. Mentioned earlier on that this will probably go down. Uh, as the sporting moment of 2023. It certainly deserves to. After 10 rounds of action here in Dublin, Ireland, your winner by majority decision... Uh, she's something else, isn't she? She's something else. It was a marvellous fight and a marvellous result for her. And now we'll get part three, uh, best of three, like, between herself and um, and Cameron. And you know what? If if they can't organise it for 
Croke Park. Let's stop all this palaver and get it down to uh, Parky Creeve or maybe down to Mill Street. Speaking of Mill Street, another great boxing event happened there. I couldn't believe it when I saw it 25 years ago, the night that uh, Steve Collins beat Chris Eubank. And it was a marvellous night. I was there. I was actually there. I had a ringside seat. It was fantastic. There's a documentary uh, has just been put together about that fight. Uh, it was. It's called One Night in Mill Street. It's had its premiere uh, earlier this month. And a big night uh, of celebration of a wonderful sporting occasion and a wonderful night in, in Mill Street. Our man Trevor Welsh was there. At the at the launch, she caught up with Noel C. Duggan, of course, of Mill Street, with Michal Martin, who's a big boxing fan and I believe boxed himself in his youth. Certainly his father was a boxer. And, of course, uh, the great Steve Collins himself. Fighting on, you know, for the title, I was there, but I didn't experience what went on around it. And then when I sat there tonight and I saw all that went on around it, and I kind of wished I had it been there on the outside. But Cork has been special to you all around, even, as you said, 25 years later, mm-hmm. to have the Premier in Cork as well. It was important to you, was it? I made my international debut in the Cork 800 celebrations. I fought mm. for Ireland as a heavyweight against uh, Wales and I won. So Cork has always been a great place for me. I used to come here for holidays, vacations. I met some wonderful people here. I considered living here. Yeah, it's just Cork's been a very, very uh, positive city for me. And even my wife, who's pure London, loves Cork. And she said, if ever we move to Ireland, we move to Cork. I mean, you've got a oh, great it's... reception here tonight, the everyone. It was great, actually. Um, everything about it was positive. I mean, you know, there's loads of other stories attached around it and, and involved. That, you know, but you can't show everything. But they covered quite a bit. And everybody got their fair say. And, 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 and um, it was very balanced. And, and yeah, it, got, it gave me an opportunity to, to experience what went on. Because, as I say, I was in the ring. I didn't really see it. Lord C, great to see you here tonight. Um, what was that experience like for you? I'm overwhelmed at Shakespearean snow. I never forgot it since it happened. And I remember leading up to it. So I'm writing my old book now of my life. And there'll be several pa- paragraphs about this. Yeah. The relationship with Steve is, is, is really special, isn't it? Oh, very special. In the horse world, we say if there's a good horse produced, the dam gets 90% and the stallion only gets 10 <laughs> So... <laughs> I was glad he spoke about his mother. I was hungry to make things happen. And hunger is a great sauce. I think that helped a lot. And then having had the Eurovision before that, but this was a way bigger occasion and lasted longer and spread wider. Did you know he won on the night? I went into the ring, I was first in, and I said, Steve, I think you have won. And he said to me, I know I've won, he said. So he was fairly certain. Great to see you tonight, Tonister. What did you make of the documentary? I thought it was a fabulous documentary, and it brought back great memories. And really that era of the 90 onwards was just special, wasn't it? I mean, you know, the World Cup, Cork winning the Dublin, and then right. Steve winning the World Title in Midstreet, like Steve Collins. When you think about it, like, Midstreet's kind of our knock airport back. I remember when the Eurovision going to Midstreet, everybody said, this is madness. Mm. Yeah, it's it's made, as, as Stephen said, it made Riverdance, and that's where I got the first hearing. Steve was very emotional himself, wasn't he? He was, and I met, him before, I met him before the, the, the movie, uh, the documentary. I uh, just met his mother there, and, and for a wonderful working-class family worked hard uh, trained extremely hard and got his op- got an opportunity but it took him a long time to get the opportunity you know and they're lovely people it's just very heartwarming to witness that tonight it's been a great night for Cork Boxing the stadium with three super elite winners probably the best night in a long time for Cork Boxing you know 
Yeah, that'll hopefully be something we'll see on television very, very soon. It's doing the festival rounds at the moment. I was there on the night in a ringside seat with a press badge around me. And it was great. It was a fabulous night out. I was sitting next to, actually, well, two or three seats down from none other than the great Jimmy McGee himself, who was uh, commentating on the fight. So I have great memories of that night. 0818-96-96-96. We will have someone shortly, our first winner of the week, with our friends at Foot Solutions, who are with us all this week with 200 euro vouchers every day. Give the gift of happy feet this Christmas. Happy, healthy feet with the Foot Solutions gift card. One more opportunity. What is the missing word here? People say she's crazy. She got bags on the soles of her shoes. Now, last bit of business. It is great to see that once again this year, 96 member, proud media partners for the Cork Santa Cycle on the 3rd of December, which is this weekend coming. Connie Wiseman. How are you, PJ? How are you? This is a great event. It's wonderful fun. You see dozens of Santas cycling around the city. How long is it going now? Yes, so uh, thanks, PJ. This is the seventh running of the RDJ Santa Cycle. So we're delighted it's got this far. We uh, beyond what we hoped for. What is the target this year? So we generally hope to have 500 Santas cycling around the city. That then is actually the biggest one in Ireland, if we can get it to that. So I think last year was our biggest ever. We had 404. And as of right now, we're up to 383 Santas cycling through the city next Sunday evening. Brilliant. Do you need your own suit? And your, or you need your own bike, obviously, but do you need your own suit or can we get one? Yeah, so again, what, what's great is that there's so many city bikes that people can rent a city bike inside in town and the mm. city has done so much to develop cycling in the city that um, it, it's, it's really easy to get around. It's only 7K. So it's, it's not a big challenge. Um, and the beauty of it is that once you sign up, we'll give you a Santa suit, we'll give you lights, we'll give you batteries. Uh, yourself and Ken will be outside Goldberg's throwing a huge party beforehand. And then we cycle seven kilometres along with the Gardaí and Blood Bike South, St. John's Ambulance, uh, and a whole team minding us. Uh, and for adults, you, you feel like you're Santa again. You're waving at the children. We try to wake up the city uh, and just put a little bit of Christmas spirit. It's fantastic. What time is it on? So the Santas will be leaving at 7 p.m. from Goldbergs and heading straight on the 7K route. Yes. Uh, and basically we're going through the centre of the city. Um, you'll, the best vantage point is Patrick Street and down by Glow and that, that kind of area there. So that, that's, the, that's where the kids kind of congregate and wave at all the Santas coming past. Okay. You're looking for 500. Give me the number again that you have already. So we're at 383, and you can sign up at Eventbrite, um, and 100% of all money donated goes to Cork Arc, um, okay. who obviously do great, great stuff for cancer and, and supporting the sure family. That. Is there a charge for being part of it? And then, we, yeah? Yeah, so you sign up at Eventbrite, um, and it's uh, all the early birds are gone, so it's, it's currently 50 euros, okay. and every, every bit of that goes directly to Cork Arc. Okay. And we're also giving away five thousand euros worth of prizes outside Goldberg's after the event. We're selling raffle tickets. That's uh, Azure, our fantastic jewellery shop in town, and uh, Cross Refrigeration are sponsoring the raffle, which is great. Um, and RDJ solicitors are sponsoring the entire event. So we have yeah. great people behind behind the event helping us out. RDJ, of course, do a lot of stuff for, for charity. You had a plan to give 
50,000 to Cork Arc from two events, but you've actually already made the 50,000 on yeah. one event alone. Yeah, so the hope this year um, was to do a man into Mizzen, which we hope to raise 25, and we hope to raise 25 from the Santa Cycle. But during the man into Mizzen, we had Storm Agnes, unfortunately, came to visit, and I think people felt really sorry for us. We were drowned. It was, it was really tough. But um, everyone dug deep, and we collected 50,000 euros for that. Um, and then, so, we're doing well. I think we're up to around 66,000 this morning, and we'd hope by next Sunday um, we'll be handing over 75,000. That's amazing. That's amazing, Connie. That's absolutely brilliant. Seventy. I mean, yeah. from like 75,000 from what? So, eventbrite.ie, Cork Santa Cycle, people can find it there. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and uh, we've had just had great supporters. Uh, I said my wife worked really hard at delivering this, but beyond that, you have Floor Tech, you have uh, RDJ, you have so many different companies behind it that put great people off of their time and volunteer to get this to happen. So look, if you can't make it, come out in the streets and, and wave at it. Yeah. Um, but look, it's, if, if you're an adult and you want to feel like you're a kid again, you can be Santa Brilliant. for one night only. Well, I'd be away for the weekend, unfortunately, Connie. Otherwise, I'd be down there on a bike. And I would, I'd, I would for the crack. But I can't wait for the videos. Yeah, yeah, they're great. And, and you know what? 96 actually always make great videos of going around the city. Mm. So our hashtag is Cork Santa Cycle if you see us and you want to stream and you can follow us I'm on it. Trying to get some strong Facebook. arms from staff into taking part as well. I know Ken Ken Tobin who's over at C one hundred three did it a couple of years ago, but I I, I don't know if we've, we 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 get staff up on them bikes and get get them into Santa suits and yeah, make, make it all a big part of the a big part of the night. Listen, Connie, best of luck with it and congratulations on the success already for the RDJ uh, Cork Mallon to Mizzen cycle. They actually blew their target. Um, the first half of this. That's fantastic. So Santa Cycle outside Goldberg's, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. They have 380-something Santas right now. They want to get to 500 Santas. Eventbrite.ie. Right, two foot solutions. Here we go. People say she's crazy. She got bags on the soles of her shoes. And to me, what is the missing word? Diamonds. Diamonds, indeed. Graceland, the album. Paul Simon, Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes. We've got for you a a fantastic album. 200 euro gift card for Foot Solutions so you can give the gift of happy, healthy feet this Christmas. And I'll put you back to the lads. Congratulations. Uh, You're in Lima Lawn and Magazine. By the way, how's your water? Is it clear? Well, now, I, I'm not complaining. We haven't had any bother at the moment. But I must say, in previous years, they don't give you notice and you end up with a dirty wash. <laughs> there you go. And you're a lot of, no, Magazine Road, that general party, we had a couple of complaints from there this morning, but and no complaints. And she's gone off now with her 200 euro foot solutions voucher in her hot little hand for Christmas. I've won every day this week with our friends down on the Grand Parade. I think that's about the size of it for the, it is, that's it well and truly done for Monday except uh, Jimmy says what's more sexy than cabbage is hairy bacon, white wine and baked potato mm-hmm. and Edward on the dirty water, Edward says it's a build up of manganese in the pipe oh really? okay 
This is one we'll come back to, I imagine. Programme edited by Emer O'Hay, produced and researched by Fergal Barry. All your podcasts up ASAP. We'll talk to you tomorrow, just after nine. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Line. With Hidden Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Coach 96 FM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.